0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 3 of Doctor Who. Today we are talking about The Unquiet Dead, episode 3 of Eccleston's uh, Doctor. So let's start off with a synopsis, I believe Light is going to uh, give it this time? Indeed, yes. Indeed, Go ahead, whenever uh, you're ready.
1: Take it away. This
2: episode takes place again immediately after the other one. It seems like, oh, we went to the future, and now we're going to the past. So it's instant. There's no other adventures happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, they jump. Try. He tries to jump to 1860. They jump to 1869 uh, and are stuck in Cardiff, which seems to bore them slightly, at least the doctor. And then shrieking and crazy stuff starts to happen, and everything's very obscure. For the beginning of the episode, they say the characters say weird things, and it really makes no sense. Grandson uh, gets killed by his dead grandmother. Yeah, uh, this episode also holds the record for most neck snapping in any uh, Doctor Who episode of all time.
0: That's probably true. It happens actually,
2: about half a dozen times yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's probably true that happens. So people die all over the place. They find out that there's a woman like psychic that can communicate with these spirits that are super nice and blue and friendly. Mm-hmm. And then they go to try to help these spirits cross the void and all kinds of stuff. And they basically kill everyone and <laughs> say, we want to kill everyone and take over your dead so that we can win all kinds of stuff. And they talk about the time war, which is really interesting. And then they, the woman who's the channeler decides she's going to sacrifice herself, even though she's already dead. And uh blow up everything in the morgue.
3: Also that. Charles Dickens is in this. And Charles yes, Dickens that's makes an important
2: one. Almost a cameo, but not really. He's just right. chill through the whole thing. Right. The zombies even ignore him, so whatever. Up to a point. Thanks, yeah. Dickens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. So that's that is your episode. Yeah. Jen, what's the T L D R version of that?
4: Um, so this was the first time that I ever watched this episode, uh, creepy people doing creepy things. The doctor steps in and stops it. There you go. That's, That's perfect. That's how I understood this episode. That's
0: also wonderful. Also other people are there. <laughs> also other people. With yeah. beards. Other people don't matter. Fantastic. So, Jen, you said that this was the first time that you saw this episode. What did you think of it? First initial thoughts, other than it being creepy.
4: Uh, dear lord, this is the last time I'm going to see this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dead people. Especially older dead people. I just don't do creepy older people. Those teeth, though. Those teeth. Like, (laughs) the old woman right up front, like, I don't know, her mouth Mm -hmm. was just so scary.
2: They used almost Um, exclusively old people, yeah. It's true. It's true.
4: Which doesn't bode well for where, where we live because we live right across from an old folks home. Oh, no. So.
0: Oh, no.
3: Well, old people are the ones dying. They're and here I'm thinking of,
1: wow, great. great, all of these older actors finally got some work. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Perspective>. <laughs> With my, my wife, the, the, uh, the actor for you. Um, I just thought it really funny at the very beginning when the housekeeper, or the uh, mortician, I suppose that's what he was. He was a mortician, just went, Oh no. Like he, <laughs> like you knew he would, he already experienced this all already, but it was just like a, not this again, not kind of again.
2: Yeah. didn't even really try to save
0: the kid either. No, oh, like, oh, like, he well, just I guess, shoves him out of the way oh, and is like, okay. Well, I guess we have to deal with another one.
2: <laughs> okay. So
3: the whole thing is, oh man, we got to save these species. They're not, they're not bad. They're just whatever. Yeah. Literally, the first thing they do is kill a guy, mm-hmm. and nobody <laughs> even considers that. Like, what have they done so far? Well, they killed a guy, mm-hmm. and then they scared everyone. Well,
1: I think detail.
0: I think Tried it was because them. of the time war. The thing that they said about the time war, about them being the last of their species, and it makes me wonder if they were actually part of the time war, or rather affected by the time war, rather, or if they just used that as a I know that this is a soft spot for the doctor and I want to do whatever I'm going to do.
1: Did anyone notice about how the, the gas beans, how they have like the same I I'm pretty sure it's like the same voice actor for these um beans in this episode as the people from Utopia. Did they not sound the same? And I know that's, you know, like series later, you know, with David Utopia. Tennant. Mm-hmm. But they sound okay. exactly the well, same. and they
2: and they credited one person with all of the voices too, so it was uh-huh. all oh, that's all the same. That's funny. Uh, I was looking at the credits because I'm like, I wonder if they did that. Yeah. Which ones? You one girl.
0: You. <laughs> yep. Which so. episode is that?
1: It's with David Tennant um, you know, on the on the
0: tram where with yeah, Donna. they they're going to Utopia, and we meet. Is
2: that the, the mimic?
1: professor? The, the master we meet the master finally. oh it's that one yeah. yeah that's right
2: yeah that that's right I, I last, got that one confused the with the, the one correct. that
0: Ghana wasn't oh yeah no
1: no it's with the master and okay, yeah I and was like thinking that. the
0: creepy crystal
3: tram right the mimic I love that yeah. one Spine I oh shivers. I really don't like that one, I love that one. but it's not like uh, we're not talking about yeah, yeah yeah,
0: yeah
4: right. Onward. okay on back to Jax's point though the doctor wasn't there for when the first person snapped their their neck, he didn't know true. about it. The only I person guess. who knew about it was the mortician and his assistant. Somebody That's really true. should have brought that point
3: up. Yeah. Oh, we just want peace. We just want whatever. We'll just take you. You're dead, or you know, we'll just make some. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he <They laughs>
0: tried to kill Rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, Ugh. I think that this episode really brings up an interesting moral quandary. Like, what should we do with our dead? That's really the what I got out of this story is...
1: Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Bring out Burning your dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, know. but it's something like... I think that that's been discussed in other forms of culture as well. Of, like, should we respect, quote-unquote, respect our dead and bury them? Or should we not really put all that much effort into it? Or should we recycle the bodies or, or use for them living. for science? Or, you know, things for that. Well, the whole reason that they can...
3: I mean, sort of side point. The yeah. whole reason they can use the bodies is because they're decomposing. I mean, how, how long-term of a solution is this? That Yeah, that's... I mean, obviously he's like, this is not a long-term solution. It's like, well, yeah, you've got, like, what, maybe a couple days.
0: Yeah. And I guess that that would be... I would pause at that point of, if that was their first plan of using the dead, like, okay, first of all... Not a long-term that's not a, Yeah, that's not a long-term solution in any means. Even for zombies, like... The Walking Dead is proving that word like they can't stand around forever. Nope. But obviously they couldn't stand very long at all. No. Yeah, shambly shambles. <laughs> Precisely. That's Shimbly, that's, that's exactly. But beyond can the we, f-
3: physics of zombies.
0: Can physics. we talk about how high Rose is when she talks about how space-time works?
2: That was what I wrote on my thing. Was <laughs> my dislike was philosophical. Rose
0: needs like, to stop.
4: To be fair, she is nineteen.
0: She is nineteen, Truly but she talks. Living. She's like, barely out of high once. school. Like, and then it's gone. <gasps> Think it's gone. It only happens once, and <gasps> we're and we're here, and then it's and it's gone.
4: Where was the speech she's been when her planet Rose. was blowing yeah. up? What are you? What are
0: you drinking? Oh boy. She's yeah. She's like zoned out. She's. Around. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I gr- granted, like, I understand she is out of her element and, yeah. on this point, point. and there, there are a lot of discussions in this episode talking about her father, mm-hmm. and she's probably thinking about that as well.
1: Good old dad.
2: I was really talking glad about they last
0: episode too. Yeah, brought up that yeah.
2: theme, and this is where she finds out, like, oh, you can change time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all leading to that for her. And yeah, yeah. They even they even explicitly bring it up with the psychic right like oh sorry about your dad right Right. you've
3: been thinking about him now more than ever Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so maybe your your hypothesis was true on that i just it's something that seems to be developing it makes sense
3: i don't think it was in her mind when she joined up but i think it's it's maybe not it's definitely developing in her mind yeah
0: i could i could see the argument for that maybe not necessarily specifically written that way to be apparent but as a theory, I, th- I think it still stands. It's definitely something that I can see now. Mm-hmm. Like I can see
3: how that would be happening, and I think it's an interesting um, sort of like thread
2: that goes through yeah. these first few episodes. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's fun to try. Like yeah, that. they tried to foreshadow each, every, almost every single one of these episodes until it happens.
0: I definitely yeah.
3: never noticed it before.
0: I haven't either, and I think that the next episode that we watch won't have a lot to do with that, if I remember mm. correctly. Yeah. I usually skip this episode and the, no, I don't skip the last episode. I usually skip this episode because it doesn't, I didn't feel like it added very much to the overall arc. I've only seen this one. And once. it's creepy. Yeah, the first time. It's, it's too spoopy. <laughs> I thought
1: Who it was three spoopy.
2: It's three spoopy. Oh my goodness.
1: What? Who are you with this spooky? This is not even close to being the spookiest.
0: No, you're right. You're right. We'll talk about spoopy later. Oh, this is not even well done. It's not, it's not spooky. well done spoops. I'm sorry go home okay so one thing one thing that I noticed about this episode is it seemed like they were using different camera equipment because everything was really glossy everything seemed like it had a different like a warmer yeah. tone to it like a little bit of a soft focus, little soft warm, focus especially when the edges yeah especially mm-hmm. when Charles Dickens was being what was the word that he used earlier
4: uh, brooding. Brood, he was
0: brooding, yes. yes.
4: Well I like the word. Sorry, I was just brooding.
1: I wonder if that was intentional because and maybe they were thinking that they would do something different for episodes that happened in the past. Maybe
0: versus they have going done in that. the future. Yeah, they have done that in the past.
1: Exactly. Because also, I mean, as we'll as we'll see in later episodes, um, you know, the but by the doctor's, you know, outfit, you know, there's just always like like a slight change in costume depending it, if they're going forward or backward.
0: Did Eccleston do that?
1: I don't know. I I didn't notice. I haven't it noticed the pattern.
2: Changed jumper, man. Yeah. Oh, oh he said, he said the... that repeatedly. I changed my jumper to something that's else. Black, basically. <laughs> so I think
3: it was the same jumper. Just maybe it was a clean one.
1: Okay, because I know, because especially with you know David Tennant and Matt Smith, um, David will either be wearing you know a, his, a brown, his blue suit his brown suit or yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then with Matt Smith, it was always the color of his bow tie.
0: That's true.
2: Also, his pants and his shirt, and mm-hmm. sometimes his shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, so, everything basically. So everything. They and do a different lighting for like different moods as well. Mm-hmm. I like, there are definitely episodes, even in the modern series, where it's very like the whole episode is just different, lit differently. And, and I wonder if weird.
0: Yeah, I wonder if that's part about. of uh, who's directing it as well because they mm-hmm. use different directors. Yep. Yeah.
3: And when they, they go back in time, they definitely try to work with the. Uh, Whole, like softer gaslight where it's it's much darker, there's much mm. more
0: dark space between light that's true lighted area that's true mm. uh one thing that I noticed is Rose has a hard time believing on in what's going on like I realize that the dead are coming back to life like that's a hard thing to believe, but if it's starting to happen in front of you, don't think that it's just for a laugh at least that's what I would think. Like, oh, uh, are you are you having fun? Is this, you know, Are you, joking. you quit, quit right. mucking about. You're joking. Yeah.
4: Mucking All right, you're f- not joking. No, no not favorite joking. word. I mean, mucking. to be fair, Dickens did the exact same thing. The first thing he did was got up and went to the morgue and looked for wires on a dead person. That's true. Well, it was his
3: first experience. I mean, Rose has been through three of these now. Yeah. Well, well two, not with the dead, just plastic no, people. No, but I mean, the plastic people, the students. Yeah.
2: Having a laugh, yeah. and her yeah, her reactions are always to Stop try to like you're not back. actually dangerous. Yeah, try to convince them that they're fine. I don't, I don't think other,
0: much. I don't think many other uh, people that travel with the doctor, uh, any other companions, really start off that way. I mean, maybe a little bit, but not as much as like as being unbelievable, or think that the things that are happening are unbelievable.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think Rose is just trying to be very rooted in reality.
4: Yeah, you know, I guess. because
1: there's only so many unbelievable things that you 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 think can actually happen. But and I suppose later on
0: she she pays it back, right?
1: Like, but then also that's kind of like the whole thing with traveling the doctor with traveling with the doctor, mm-hmm. anyway. Is that the unattainable can happen and the unbelievable can happen?
0: Thank you for whispering that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> So I actually didn't get to watch a whole lot of this episode because I was busy being British and making tea for everyone. So Delicious, delicious
3: many, tea.
4: Many, many
0: thanks. Yes, mm. it was wonderful. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Master of the tea.
1: <laughs> I brew a mean pot of water. Grr.
0: <laughs> uh I enjoyed Dickens' revelation about life. Mm. I think that was another point that this episode really made clear of, like, People can get so caught up in what they're doing and and not think that they're that they're important. But there's other things out there. There's other other things are happening. Not 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 necessarily in the spiritual realm, like what this episode was talking about, which but, it
3: wasn't even spiritual. Was
0: right, right, aliens. Right, but that in the original aspect, that's what he was referring to. Right, right, right. Um, are we but, talking about his final? Revelation no, no, no. no his first one, where, where he starts kind of freaking out, oh, where or he's he, like i yeah. wasted my life I, I wasted my life yeah because uh, a lot of people dickens have that. Is good mm. yeah that was a good point like philosophical dickens but yeah he's definitely rose better was than philosophical <laughs> <laughs> no, no no not philosophical rose
1: well rose didn't finish school come on guys give her a break
0: and she got she they got the bronze go to sums she got she got the bronze oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> gymnastics. that was gymnastics that's different. That, that's true that's true guys okay <laughs> i just want to say i learned a lot about what women want from this episode do tell. Okay. Two things, two things. It's it's a good smile. Oh, here we go. And a nice bum. <laughs> Those are the two important parts. This was learning a, to
3: you. Th-
1: this this is an episode where we need to add video so you guys can see my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could always describe it.
4: Molly's look of pure disgust.
0: It's not disgust. It's like, what are you talking about? It's a WTF. Yeah, there you go. He finally figured it out. That's the look. Yeah, that's the look. You married me for my smile. I thought she <laughs> married you because of Doctor Who. No. <laughs> she, because, <laughs> she kept dating me because she of Doctor one Who. One episode. I dated yeah. him
1: because of Doctor Who. That's true. <laughs> I need yeah. to know what happened next.
3: Uh,
2: you didn't marry him for his bum. The,
1: the
2: well, the psych- he has
1: a very nice one.
2: Ah
3: that's
0: well okay the, the psychic
2: woman is a really nice <laughs> to change things <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> but, but it's is really nice like i liked how they developed her and how they made her a, a useful and thought through character yeah and it like I, that was the one thing i really liked from this was this how they played out the psychic theme like it was almost unnoticeable but it mm-hmm. was there from the very beginning she seemed really weird yeah and then just her uh yeah, all kinds of all kinds of things that she did. I was like, man. They fairly
3: s- explicitly stated it at the beginning, but by the time the main characters discover it, it's, so, it's sort of been built up. Mm-hmm. like when she brings him his tea and it's like two sugars,
0: just the way you like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, like just the subtlety of that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> while you brought that up. I just I have a, a note on mine that says rule number one in horror: don't poke the spirit that's haunting you. Like, oh, we're we're having a hunt, or we're we're uh, we're being haunted. Let's hold a séance, or you know, oh, do the do the Ouija board thing. Just like, like mm-hmm. in last episode,
1: when Rose says, "Don't argue with the designated driver." Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing.
0: Uh, ethical issue. We talked about that. Yeah.
2: The one thing that really stood out to me was the the time war. I think a lot more is revealed about that than I remembered being mm-hmm. this early. Like, just maybe reading into it a little bit too but i i got a lot of thoughts about the time war from this like how vicious it was that later on we think like oh it involved just daleks and time lords mm-hmm. but it affected so many and yeah. races like the gelf or whatever they are seem to be driven like later on we see the time lords and the daleks both driven to viciousness mm-hmm. and violence and awful awful yeah lives but other races were had the same effect. It would right. s- it would seem the Gelf became a war nation, a war race, right? And or just an seems... example of these
3: higher beings just kind of duking it out, doing their thing, and everyone burns on the sidelines. Yeah, just kind of disillusioned a lot of races.
0: Well, because every race is, is for themselves primarily, mm-hmm. and so that's that. This is an example of that where they're trying to make themselves uh, last, basically, yeah. prosper. It's crazy
2: to me how much of it it, it is entirely a race war, too, mm-hmm. the time war. It's oh, yeah. 100% about race. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, the, it's crazy.
3: Did the Daleks have time-manipulating technology? Yeah, they stole oh, it yeah. from the Time Lords. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Just the whole concept of a time war It's kinda hard to wrap your head around. Because I mean, obviously they're fighting all over in time, Terminator style. Yeah. Going back. And clearly that would affect everybody. Like you're changing the past, changing the future. Right. Having massive conflicts at these points in
0: time. I see it I see it as the Daleks go back to try to change the past, the time lords go back to Try and fix it. Try to yeah, stop them or fix it basically
2: they kind of let it make no sense to well,
0: yeah they don't almost, really talk about it almost what happens yeah and they talk about it's it a like f- it's couple over times. too. like that's the thing the two episodes two, two or three episodes where they talk about the time war where it actually goes into detail about when the time war happened not talking about the 50th, 50th year anniversary although yeah. we can um, they contradict each other mm-hmm. especially between the episodes With the end of time and the doctor, the 50th year anniversary, those contradict themselves heavily, which we will talk to you about when we get to that point. I don't really remember those
3: episodes. (laughs) The second time they're great because I've watched through the series twice, but there are um, large chunks that I miss the second time through because I was rewatching with my family Mm -hmm. and I was busy with work and stuff, and so they watched a lot of it without me because I'd already seen it, but that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are ones that I've missed, and they were so long ago when I was binging at the time, so I don't remember a lot of the, s- the specifics.
0: Yeah. So it would be interested to see that again when we get there. Yeah. yeah. But going back to the the zombies, okay. I feel like the zombies were very, we say zombies, that, you, you know what we mean. They're, I feel like they are very considerate for allowing them to talk in that space for several minutes while Charlie, Charlie, Charles Dickens. <laughs> Good old Charlie. You know mm-hmm. each other personally, yeah. I do. Uh, Charles Dickens tried to figure out what was going on. So it's like,
1: oh, well,
2: look at this. Comes,
0: he comes back into the room and they weren't like,
2: oh, look, a human that we can kill. They yeah. were like, we're still focused on these two that we these can't two. get to.
0: <laughs> Conveniently just, that we he can't get to. chatted for a while. Yeah, they like
2: yell back and forth to each
3: other and nobody around. turns around. Right.
0: Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Okay. Well. Doctor Who. Putting zombies on the tally years before AMC.
2: Mm. Mm. The t- it was yeah. Terry. Oh goodness. Mm. Uh, the I noticed a mi- at least a mild improvement in dialogue. I thought in this episode, like the opening dialogue between uh, the girl and the mortician, it flowed and better. It, it flowed better. It was genuinely uh, uh, light and humorous when mm. the, when it needed to be. Um, aside from philosophical rose, I thought the dialogue was an improvement.
3: Yeah, there's more banter. It's more
2: more it's more fun mm, normal, normal. Human. more like doctor yeah. who yeah human. cool as well like we're used to
0: yeah well I, probably at this point the new series got a little bit more steam behind it a little, it. Mm-hmm. A little a more traction because it because people actually saw what they were able to do maybe
3: well to be fair they probably filmed it all long before they released it so yeah
0: yeah they had to have a few episodes Recorded, so I think by the
3: time these came
2: out, it was all basically yeah. might be episode wrapped six
0: up. or seven before they
2: actually would have released any of them. Mm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so out of the three episodes that we've seen so far, which one would be all of your favorites?
3: Oh, that's hard to say. There's certain elements from each one that are better. I don't think I
2: have a favorite <laughs> of these three so far. Okay, I would choose number two. I mean, it's just probably the most
4: creative yeah i would have to say the end of the world yeah Mm
0: -hmm. oh yeah this was the first time that you saw this one and it's
4: it's still not my favorite i wouldn't i wouldn't
0: think no 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 how about you
1: i'm going to say the unquiet dead merely for the fact that wrote that uh rose and the doctor have a really special moment um Mm. in the tardis before they go out into victorian london and he just looks at her and it's just it's such a she's yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um,
0: for a human for a human
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> marvelous look. You look beautiful.
0: Ugh considering Yeah.
1: <laughs> we can't have interspecies nice cover. love. Ugh.
0: Nice cover, Doctor. I mean
2: <laughs>
3: So at one point they're talking about time being rewritten. Yeah. Um like, oh, your whole world could change like that. Like, I'll go home, take you back, drop you off, and everything could be different. Um,
1: yeah, so back it to made the me, future.
3: It made me wonder. Well, yeah, like, what happens if, say, you jump in the TARDIS, swing off to the past and change everything, come back, and your parents were never born, never met, something happened that you literally don't exist in this timeline anymore Mm -hmm. which never happens
2: things always exactly the same when they come back right well basically basically they do get into like i mean basically with like mickey and the others they do get into a multiverse theory. basically a little bit i mean they basically propagate that with every every kind of interaction with time like oh yeah, yeah everything happens somewhere that's a that's what the doctor says. Right. Yeah. But like, what happens in in
3: that scenario? Like, can you just not get back to your own time? Are you stuck in yeah, this you wouldn't. time? I, and do you just exist because? I you're imagine in some it's, pocket
1: goes very fairly Marty McFly-ish, where you just disappear.
3: Oh no, I, I would not say that. I don't see that though, because you're in the TARDIS. I feel like the TARDIS is it's protecting the it's well, relative. That that case, it's a relative yeah. dimension in space. The
1: TARDIS wouldn't let you get back then.
3: No, it's kind of like. One of the ways of thinking about time travel where it's like uh, train like the, tracks, and yeah. once you pass the certain
0: I have a chart for junction, that too on my Pinterest. Oh, good grief. Like I you, think it's it's like to it's me. like the, the you're the traveling Biff, along a new The Biff future. And, yeah, and, and like back to the future too. Different
3: time paths.
0: Yeah. Like you can still exist in a future that, that you shouldn't exist in. It's just you're from a different well,
3: universe. Well, he still existed in that one because his parents still got together and whatnot it's just his dad died shortly thereafter
2: right (laughs) i mean literally though in the lion the the witch in the wardrobe one the (laughs) doctor says everything happens somewhere like they they really do push on the multiverse theory yeah Yeah. and you basically stay in yours even if you send a send one spinning off because there are times where he changes it but it's like oh well
3: Yeah, It didn't change how I expected. It's like you've got an anchor and you can still get back to your timeline somehow, no matter what you change. Basically.
1: Three theories of time travel. Here we go. (laughs) One, fixed timeline. Even when parties travel back in time, the future they left cannot be changed. All events remain as fixed points in time. The actions of the traveler in the past have already become part of history. Mm -hmm. This is known as uh, the Novikov self-consistency principle.
3: Which is my favorite. For example, say you, you change, travel, you already changed. Mm-hmm.
1: say you travel back in time in order to kill Adolf Hitler as a baby in order to prevent World War II. You replace him with an orphan baby so that the family will not notice. You travel back to the future and the replaced baby grows up to become Adolf Hitler himself. As seen in The Terminator, Harry Potter 3, 12 Monkeys. Dynamic timeline. 12 Monkeys. I have no Bruce idea. Bruce
3: Willis, I saw the first five minutes of it. There you go. Oh. Mm.
1: In a dynamic timeline, altered events in the past have definite impacts in the present. For example, if you travel back in time and kill your grandfather, you also prevent your own birth and your, uh, your eventual trip back in time. In turn, your grandfather is never killed and you are born again, only to go back in time and kill your grandfather anyway. This loop continues indefinitely and creates a paradox, paradox. as seen in Back to the Future and theory number well, three
2: i don't remember that in back to the future him vanishing that's the whole plot
1: yeah
2: well,
3: yeah but him not vanishing the killing doesn't the... change the fact that he went back in time i guess it's the end of the loop yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we never get to that department. point he changes
1: it back All right. moving knows. on okay so As multiverse in
3: futurama yeah series
1: three, theory, th- theory, three. Uh, Multiverse, the concept of a multiverse supports alternate timelines in an indefinite number of parallel universes. Traveling into the past causes a new divergent timeline from the first. Because of this, the traveler can do anything with impunity, and only the new timeline will be affected. For example, if you travel back in time and kill all your grandparents, nothing happens. There is no paradox. You have simply created a new timeline in which you will not exist, but the original timeline is unaffected. However, you cannot return to your original timeline. As so it seen doesn't in, matter if
3: it's unaffected or not. Exactly.
1: Mm. As seen in The Terminator 2 and 3, Misfits, Star Trek 2009.
0: I like how they specific, mm. specify that it was Star Trek 2009.
1: Well, that, that specific movie.
0: I suppose. Yeah.
2: I Star Trek that. reboot.
0: Starring. Starring Yeah, there were. Still Leonard Nimoy. (laughs)
1: That's
3: true.
0: That's true. As old as Spock. Well, I guess I didn't really have anything else to say about this episode. That was not one of my favorite episodes of all time, so I didn't have a lot of notes on it. No. My only other note is when
3: Rose and the Doctor smile at the same time. their teeth were
0: made for each other there you (laughs) go did you do any of the weird tongue thing that you commented about last time
4: i don't think i actually commented on it last time um for those of you who don't haven't watched this or realized this but rose has this weird thing of like trying to flirt with her tongue where she like (laughs) sticks out the side of her mouth and is like, oh look at me. I hate it. Um, <laughs> no, she did not do Petty that grievances. that much this time. I don't know. I spent most of the episode staring at your ceiling to be quite
0: honest. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And, and my and my gas main door. Yeah.
1: We, we have that popcorn texture up there. <laughs> it's
0: very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Gross.
0: Uh,
2: Relatively okay. speaking. <laughs> it audited it me out that the For a ceiling the Gelf were human-shaped as well, like I yeah. didn't branch that out at all. So Despite I found that ashes. odd, because they were alien and not time lure yeah.
0: Well, that. yeah, a lot of the aliens that we meet are humanoid yeah. in size, I probably in, for uh, ease but of but legs. Yeah, it was, it was easier. Costuming,
2: yeah. They just didn't have any defining characteristics
0: aside from mm-hmm. humanity and blueness, so. Maybe yeah. that's where Eiffel 85 got the idea. Hmm. Eiffel 85 or Eiffel 65? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm blue. Oh, get oh,
1: out. Wow. <sighs> Go home.
0: I am home. You already referenced that. Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that it. we'll end this episode here. Is everyone good?
3: Yeah. Awesome. I'll set about all that
0: mm. on YouTube. Awesome. A uh, fun, uh, fun game to play if you haven't watched this episode
2: or if you want to watch it again, find Barney. He's in there. <laughs> he's purple and you he's, can only see his feet. He's purple. <laughs> he's oh. so purple. Oh, Why? that's it's ridiculously purple. Absurdly purple.
0: That's a good game to play for the kids. So play
2: play that game with your children.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> only in the Unquiet Dead.
0: All right. Well, this has been Lincoln 6 Echo.
4: Moose. Jax. Light, Jen.
0: And thank you so much for listening. Again, please if you uh if you're able to take a look at our Patreon page, uh, consider supporting us. Any support that you give uh, would greatly benefit our um, future episodes. Goes,
3: all funding goes directly back into the show.
0: Yes, exactly. So thank you so much uh, for listening and thank you for your uh, patronage if you choose to do so. And see you next time.